This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Lads and Dads. How are you, Matt? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Still doing the same again when we're recording it. Not going to do a, a YouTube video today due to the COVID pandemic. Yes, we are tier four. We are locked down, bringing you a little podcast. So I'm going to keep you going over this tough time, you know? Yeah. Matt, what's new? Talk to me. There's not been loads going on because of the old tier four situation. Yeah. Before the lockdown, mm-hmm. it was my little girl's birthday, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. So that was before we, we were we we did attend. Yes. So she wanted a dinosaur party slash princess party mm. slash unicorn party. Yeah. Um, As which, we all do. Yeah. My nat- boys loved it, by the way. Yeah. Natural request uh, from anyone to have those three elements mixed. Mm. So as you know, the whole place decked out pink. I spent a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, it did look good. That. Even the wife was like, and she's like, um, she thinks she's like a what are they called an interior Critic. designer. Lawrence, yeah, critic, that's it. Yeah. Um, she was like, he's done very well here. Eh? You're getting points from the wife at the moment, oh, mate. Well, a little Christmas good. hamper you gave us. Thank you very much. Oh, did she like that? Yeah. Oh, good. I thought maybe... It'd- she loved throwing it in the bin and saying, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made it big enough so it wouldn't fit in the wheelie bin. I just thought maybe you guys could settle down, just, you know, look into each other's eyes, put on your masks, um, face yeah. masks. And I was going to bang in some lube in there, but I thought your wife might think it's weird. We, just, the rest melted, of the we just melted the chocolate and used that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just... We just melted. We just melted the chocolate and used that. <laughs> yeah, a little movie night um, hamper, but so Autumn wanted um, her favourite dinosaur, as I think I've mentioned before. Yeah, I'll know all about dinosaurs because my son is you know, addicted to it. It's the pterodon. Um, the pterodon, not the dactyl. Not the dactyl. The dactyl. Why it's not the dactyl? I think pterodactyl is actually a made-up uh, dinosaur. And it really gets your goat when people say pterodactyl, doesn't it? Yeah, because I think it's a pterodon. Is is the is the is the flying dinosaurs? Yeah. And then a pterodactyl might be an offshoot, but um, or a species of it. But well, we're not here to make friends, are we? We're no, here to I'm not, give I'm, you facts. Yeah, I'm not an. Uh, I'm not Ross Geller. I no. don't know everything about dinosaurs, but yeah. Do you know how underrepresented? Even pterodactyls are in in the dinosaur toy slash. Oh, I said like you don't get a lot of them. None of them. 
None of them. Saying no. that, we haven't. Ronnie's, Ronnie, Theo's got loads of dinosaur toys and we haven't got a pterodon. No. No, this is what I'm saying. Nobody actually gives a shit about pterodactyls. It's weird because it's one of the dinosaurs that everybody knows of, right? Yeah. So everyone knows Stegosaurus. Oh, uh, Stegosaurus. Well, you know the Stegosaurus. No. Come on. The ones with the, the bits on their back. You know. The, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know they're called Stegosauruses, man. Yeah. I know the old T-Rex. <laughs> Absolutely still. Suspicion is based on If you watch the new Jurassic Park, which we have 400 times at home, yeah. the um, Indominus Rex. We- right. So let's just say you've not watched any of the new Jurassic Parks because they have started introducing these dinosaurs that yeah. people didn't know about. The before. genetic hybrids. Yes. Let, let's see which dinosaurs you know the names of. Mm-hmm. Go on then. So Stegosaurus. Yep. Triceratops. Lick a lot of puss. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you set me up there and I'm not out. Do you think he saw us? Uh, it's an um, really that's sore ass. Any eyes. And really sore ass. Really sore ass. The homosexual dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. Pterodactyls. None of them. No. Anywhere. So I obviously had to try and make a, a pterodactyl cake. Yeah. Um, got every single was ingredient. That a pterodactyl cake, was it? Well, this is where we're getting to. I got every ingredient. I got everything I needed. I've got icing to make a volcano mm-hmm. that could go in the background with one of them big sparkler candles. Oh, now do I remember. You, do you remember what you saw there? Yeah. yeah. One thing that was missing out of this cake that I made. Yeah, which was what? Well, what was on the table when you got that? A big giant dog log. Chocolate log, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a big dog cake, it wasn't it? And that's because I'd spent days collecting all the everything I needed. I got to the morning and I didn't have any eggs. But what other well, beef I've got, really? Uh, <laughs> Here it is, Matt's mine. I spent mm. a bloody long time on that party. Maybe every single bit of effort in. But what got my goat a little bit, if I'm honest, is the next day I said I said to uh I said to Autumn. You enjoy your party then? She said, yeah, I loved it. A star, that's good. I absolutely loved the 10 seconds she spent of you throwing her in the air. That's all she cared about. All day. Did you see, did you see when Uncle Wilson threw me in the air? Did you see when Uncle Wilson... Uh, can I, when's Uncle Wilson coming round? Um, Were you like, he's not even a real uncle? Did just, you get proper arsey about it? No, I just sent her did to, you, a, did to you go- a, I sent her to a bedroom. <laughs> did you like your cake? No, when's Uncle Wilson coming around? Fuck Uncle Wilson. Just go upstairs, Autumn, and don't leave your room until you can speak properly. When I wanna when I wanna do stuff, I wanna do it properly. Yeah, you you don't do anything half assed. No, I like to like do the things the time we went fancy dress at uni. Yeah. And we were just going to a little club that did like um ladies' night. So we said, Oh, we'll dress up as like the spice girls. Yeah. And I went and bought like a little white shirt from Primark and did the old Britney Spears thing, put some yeah. fake pigtails in, knock at the door just before like pre-drinks are starting and you've turned up in a full... RuPaul. Fucking, yeah, mate, full dress, shaved legs, size tw- size 12 high heels. Yeah. I, I thought you were fucking fit. I was going to like, hope you stay the night. Quite frankly, I enjoyed and then, um, it. Yeah, I know you did and mm. you had no knickers on and there was that little thing poking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you got so pissed you ended up in a train, didn't you? And woke up in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. And the train guard I was wanted like, the party to carry on by the sunset. <laughs> you were heading to Brighton. Yeah, Shock. Yeah. And um, the train guard was like, excuse me, madam. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, Where the fuck am I? <laughs> Oh you <laughs> How the fuck do I get back south after me? So yeah, I don't think I don't think she do things that fast. So I've built uh I'll show you it uh when you next come round. I've 
built a full Sylvanian family village. So I've got the Red Mountain House, mm. um, the grocers. Um, I've got uh, Stella. The the she makes the dresses for the people in the village. Right. Um, and I'm really, really putting effort into building this 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 village. Unfortunately, um, I've had to uh, put getting a deposit for a house on on hold. Wow. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the moment, because I'm <laughs> I'm too busy building Sylvanian family houses, but. Yeah, it may. it's very expensive. It's an expensive game, isn't it? An expensive hobby. Fatherhood's an expensive game, isn't it? But, you know, we love it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, going back to you doing full, you don't do things half-assed at all, do you? That was the point. How many times did you dress up as a, like, not like dress up as a woman at uni, like, it'd be like, oh, we're going out with superheroes, and you'd turn up as, like, Wonder Woman. And they'd be like, oh, we're going out as, <laughs> like, traffic light party, and you'd turn up as a slut. Yeah. They'd be like, we're <laughs> oh, going to a phone party. <laughs> you'd just turn up in a bikini. <laughs> Oh, we're, uh, we're going to you come to the pub. No, I've got a bikini wax at three. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to go out as dentists. I come up as a dental nurse. It's just <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, you, you had a fuck. You went for a phase. That and sunbeds. Yeah. Can we still go to sunbed like three times a day? Yeah. Basically. You were, you were literally though, you were like proper, you were nearly black. I was the, I was the color of a mahogany table. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember saying, just like, mate, why don't you just have a day off? <laughs> Like, no, I need to keep going. <laughs> I, want, I want to be leather. <laughs> Get me my dress, I'm off. I want to look like a crocodile. Hand me my handbag, Ben, I'm off. <laughs> I was basically, you know yeah, what I was? Uni for you, right? Do you know what I was? I was. Do you, do you remember League of Gentlemen? Do you remember the taxi driver? Yeah. <laughs> you, Where are you going to? <laughs> you was. <laughs> I remember you used to knock on your door and um, I'd open the door and it'd be like, you're just a different shade every time I saw you. Yeah. But you went with like a couple of girls and after, because you were, I think you were potentially going through a transition at uni. <laughs> because you... Can you, we just rewind this? I only dressed up as a woman three times and Ben was a, a woman, two of those. So just, just before everybody gets out, it wasn't a sexual awakening, but it was of sorts actually. Yeah, but I dressed as a woman like to be like, I put a bit of tissue down my top. Yeah. And put some in. You had like you had I a wardrobe. Tucked. Yeah, you you were dolled up. <laughs> yeah, it was like two one foot. What was that film with like Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and and one of a? Did you ever watch that film? Or is that me being a bit? So old? I only watch like gangster films because I'm uh, a geezer. Well, this was this was all like the gangster, like the gangsters are like the action heroes of the time. But they well, all Patrick Swayze. It, there was Patrick Swayze was a was a, he was in Dirty Dancing, wasn't he? Yeah, he did some dancing at the set. <laughs> Nobody. But baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I when we was at uni and um, we had to come up with jokes. Obviously, doing a stand-up comedy, uh, yeah, uh, degree. Uh, did you think for a second when you were doing your stand-up? That comedy, would get me this far in no, life. <laughs> did you think for a second? <laughs> that would that would really get me this job? Yeah, go on. <laughs> did you think for a sec? Like you must have thought, you know, like how Lily Savage dressed as a, a woman, mm. or Lily Savage was a woman. Who's the other one? That's um the man that's a woman with the purple hair. Did you think about going down that route because you look so good dressed as a bird? Can I can I be honest? With you? Yeah, that sounded real modern the way you put that. With uh, the, what was the other one that dressed up as a, a bloke who was a bird with a purple hair? Uh, <laughs> I've ticked all the boxes there. You are, what's over? What was, what was over tranny? Uh, was it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one it was for purple hair, but this, there's plenty the of... the glasses and the corner glasses. Uh, you mean Dame Edna Everidge? That's it, yeah. Because <laughs> that's who you look like. We had to make jokes and uh, I was I was quite... 
It was a, it was in a different age where you used to be able to say things without getting cancelled. Yeah. Um, you know oh when people God. used to be able to do comedy. I remember okay. seeing when went to what that bloke who did the joke about the cancer. Oh yeah, I won't say his name because he's he's actually a famous comedian now. Is that who it was? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, can't say his name, but he's a famous... Oh, you were rubbing shoulders with the stars early on. A famous comedian now, but... Um, was that who it was, really? Yeah, he... he, he, he I think... I think... Jerk, nah, I can't say it. No, you can't say that. Uh, I can't say it. We do want to carry on with this podcast. Because I remember him dropping that, that line. Yeah. And no one laughed, apart from the group. Not the group we were with, but... Mm. You know that shocking laugh, like, oh my... God. Like when you used to go see Frankie Boyle for the first time. Do you remember? Yeah. I went to go see Frankie Boyle, right? And he was doing the the Michael Jackson thing. Oh, yeah. Wait. Welcome to Michael Jackson's home for the children. Yeah, something home. like that. Something really, really yeah. bizarre. And um, I think you get that with like, comedians. Going to see him live, you, you do see the ruthless side. But that's their job. Like, Well, they say they don't mean it. It's like Jimmy Carr. We go see Jimmy yeah. Carr and like half the things he says, like... You can't. A lot of a lot of people nowadays be like, no, you can't say that. I used, uh, there was a phrase about comedy. And I used to have it on like a MySpace page or something. Remember when you have like a quote or and a song and everything yeah. else, and you have your top four friends. I never stuff. had MySpace. Did you not? No, because I had mates who scout outside and play with them. <laughs> well, they, there was um, and it's something about comedy, and it's it's basically a quote about saying what people are thinking. But having the bravery to say what people are mm. thinking. Because you're like real heroes, aren't you? Yeah, we're heroes. Not heroes, all <laughs> not heroes, heroes wear capes. Um, but that genuinely is what comedy is. It's it's Saying what people are thinking. Saying what people are thinking and allowing them to say it, but you say it. Um, yeah. And that's why it, it strikes chords with people. But I was just listening to a podcast last night, actually, with um, Louis Farou, mm-hmm. and he's ta- he's got Frankie Boyle on, and they're talking about cancel culture, and he's talking about, you know the guy who directed Joker? You know the, the film Joker? Well, with Joaquin Phoenix, that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. So he said, I started making superhero movies um, because he, he was the one who directed and made, he directed and made, um, oh, I don't know, like 40-year-old virgin or something like that, or not tough or something. Um, he made something along those lines and he started, he used to make like shock humor and things. He said, I, I make films like Joker now because you can't make comedies anymore. Mate, this thing, oh, we watched, um, what was it like fucking two, yeah, 40 year old virgin. Some of the stuff that they're saying that, like you couldn't get away with saying now. And that's only a 15, 20 year old film. But this is what he was saying. He was saying, why, why can't, why people don't understand irony. People don't understand um, that joke is a joke. It's not meant to. It's not a statement. No. It's not a fact. No. It's a, it's it's saying things that you shouldn't say, and it's funny because it's it's not real. It's not real. You're a character. A comedian is a character saying things that people wish they could say, but they 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 do it, and then it makes you feel you know good inside because you've gone. Oh God, yeah, I sort of think that as well. Or it's a. Well, it's not necessarily, oh, I think, oh, oh, I think that, I'm glad he said it. It's more like, bloody hell, that's a funny way of twisting things and, like, having to put a funny thing on something that could be tragic or something. Like, all comedy comes from tragedy. Like, every single, every single joke is, is oh, rooted. this podcast fucking tragedy. <laughs> is rooted in tragedy. Yeah. Like, the, the simple joke of, why did Alice fall off the swing? Because she had no arms, yeah. right? <laughs> but then you follow that up. If you if you follow that up with knock, knock... <laughs> Not knock. Mate, who's that? Not Alice. Not Alice. 
because she's got arms, right? But that's funny because she's right. got arms. But I'm not taking the piss out of somebody who hasn't got any arms. Right. you're not. Alice is a made-up character. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And it's like, and people don't get it. And like, you're straight away, we'll have someone on Twitter, someone going, my sister hasn't got any arms. And that's really out of order because do you think it's funny to make, take the mick out of people who haven't got any arms? No, Alice is a made up person. Yeah, come around, knock me and, door and we'll talk about it. And, and the comedy comes from the tragedy of her not being able to, because it, you put two and two together mm. with the knock knock joke. Mm. You create... Uh, a build-up, and that build-up then ends in a punchline, but it's a double punchline, yeah. and that's how comedy works. It's like an art form you're creating, and it's like Frankie Boyle, he makes this joke, right? And the joke is, when life gives you Yemen, we give Yemen aid, or something like that, right? And, oh God, I can't remember the exact joke, mm. but it's tragic what's happening. Over there, yeah. But then you're using wordplay to make mm. it funny. Mm. But people don't get it. Like people just don't get it, and they people, just cancel uh, you. People so many, so quick to jump on the negative side of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Laughter's medicine, isn't it? You know, like when my grandma was in a home. Yeah. We used to like go in there, and all these women like they got dementia, and, but <clears throat> we used to get on so well with everyone in there because my old man and me, we treated people like as they were just not like treat them like normal. No one wants to be it's a bloke with like half an arm and all that, and like my dad would go, all right, high five, like. <laughs> Like that's what, but like they laugh on that, yeah. and because yeah, it's a tragedy. But they know my dad like is making like a joke in a light-hearted way of something that obviously is tragic. You don't yeah. you don't mean it as a personal attack. No, didn't like go like say it in a negative way. Yeah. But it's like just get a little bit and boost the morale for every like have a little laugh. And yeah, maybe it's you know can become across. He's just if he kept doing it, it's like yeah, it could be a bit out of order. Yeah. But 
he, no, you'd pick and pick and choose your people to do it to. You like you get to, he didn't like meet the bloke for the first time. And go high five, you know what I mean? Like yeah, got to know the bloke and had a bit of banter. Like you know, my dad's got like a little scar on his face where he had cancer, and like he takes piss out of himself. Yeah, and, you know, I take the piss out of myself. Like like I've said before, like my penis is too big. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry, we're talking about penises again. Yeah, like, you have to you have to choose the right um you have to choose the right people the right and target, you have to know the right and target. they're also your, your friends and they can give it back and yeah. they can take it's about being kind with it. I think it's very important to judge when people are being bad and wrong and everything else like that. And I think it's a really good thing that we do that nowadays. Mm. But sometimes people have now started to to take the fun out like become too sensitive towards yeah, it. Definitely, definitely. It's you should you shouldn't do it to uh, say people, to somebody. Should rec- people should recognize the yeah. the malicious intent yes. to the non malicious intent, and you should also be able to take it yourself if you're going to give it. Yeah. You have to it's be like able Jimmy to take Carr, it. Yourself. Jimmy Carr fucking flies into people, but he's, yeah. he, people take the piss out of his love. They slag him off, and he loves it. He lo- like embrace like me and my mate. We used to go, we went to watch Jim Davidson before. Yeah, people yeah. call him a scumbag. Like he'd done some things that are a bit a bit naughty, but he, you see, that's again, everyone's allowed their opinion of people as well. You can't just allow somebody to turn around and go, no, he's terrible. I don't want to see him. Me personally, mm. I think Jim Davison is his brand of comedy yeah. belongs in another time. You know, I used to do this chalky character yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. else. And he's chalky I've, white. Yeah. And I saw him on something else where he was being quite homophobic. It's the same with uh, Ben and Manning, right? Yeah. Ben and Manning. But they're of a generation. Exactly. That, yeah. So the thing like Ben and Manning's a very funny comedian. Yeah. Very, very funny. But the stuff he jokes about is is wrong. And yeah. he shouldn't. And he and Mrs. Mert, I remember uh, Caroline Nathan, who was an incredible comedian. Remember she used to dress as that old lady and and she destroyed him and mm. absolutely destroyed him. And he was sat there and he was saying, and this sort of goes back to what we were just saying. Um he he had it in his head. He was like, yeah, but they all think it's funny. Everybody thinks it's funny. I've got plenty of black people coming to my audience and they think it's hilarious. And then she was saying, yeah, but the door and nobody's laughing, Bernard. And that's the thing. It has to be, it can't just be, you think it's funny and people uncomfortably laugh. Mm. It has to actually, everyone has to be on side. Yeah, everyone has to be on the same page. And and it can't, I don't think it should be critical of people's colour, just sexual preferences, anything like that. You know, people's life choices or people's, you know, gender or anything else like that. I think those type of things are off topic. Mm. You know, I don't think they're necessarily right. The, ne- the nearest you get to stuff like that now is like, you've seen the old comedy roasts, like yeah. the Americans and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some of it is like they did Car- um, Caitlyn Jenner and all that, and they, they're tinkling on the line. Yeah. But she's up there having a whale of a time. Like, she's in the public eye, you know, everyone. Yeah. And she's she's laughing at her own stuff and all that. But I can imagine some of it must hit home and be like, fucking hell. Yeah. I think if you sign if stuff like Comedy Rust, if you sign up to do it. You've got to be able to take, you've you got, got to fix it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't sit there and go, right, everybody take the mic out of me, but not about that. I'll yeah. like, not about that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Got to be completely open, I reckon. I just wanted to review something. Oh, oh, is this the film of the year? Film of the year. Because um, I haven't watched it yet. What's it called? It's called Soul, and it is, honestly, such a great film. It's really... Right, so I'm, what makes it great? So at the moment, I'm reading, I'm reading a book called The Power of Now, right? Yeah. Oprah was banging on about it, and everybody said it's really good. As you know, 
over the past few years, I've sort of got quite bang into Buddhism. It helps me through life. It helps me not lose my rag over things. I don't dwell me, on stuff too much. Don't dwell on stuff. It helps everything, right? And the power of now <clears throat> is basically a lot to do with like Buddhism and everything. It starts to open your mind of it's not just, just Buddhism, but like all the different religions, they're all saying the same thing. Mm. And that's sort of being in the, in the now, mm-hmm. right? It starts teaching you how to be a watcher of your thoughts. Really good for your mental health and what's happening right now. That's where you're happy. That's where your happiness comes from because you think about any memory, anything that you've got that fills you full of lots of happiness. Mm. You'll realize the reason you're happy in that, that memory is because you're literally in the moment. Right you're in now. the now. Like my happy memories that I have in my head are things like when I'm looking into autumn, but like looking into autumn's eyes or looking at autumn's face and how happy she is playing with something. And we're sat at a table or doing something because I'm literally in, in that, that moment. moment. You're invested in that time now. Yeah. I'm in that moment. If I think of any time that I'm unhappy, I'm thinking about stuff that happened in the past or, you know, like I'm worrying about what happened previously because yeah. it causes guilt. It causes shame. It might cause anything mm. else. Same way as the only time I'm worrying or anxious is I'm thinking about the future, things mm. that could happen. Yeah. But yeah, if you look back on all your moments, all your memories, your holidays, you know, when you have those fun memories from holidays, yeah, you're happy because you're literally in, in that moment, moment on now. holiday. We're happy when we're on holiday because we're not thinking about anything going on at home. We're mm. not thinking about stuff that might have happened on previous holidays. We're literally thinking about that beach there yeah. and then. We're compulsive thinkers. That's where everybody's always unhappy or stressed or anxious all the time nowadays because all we do is literally think about the future, the past, future, the past, constantly thinking. Yeah. But as soon as you catch yourself having a thought, you literally just notice it and you think, I'm thinking about past here and like refocus yourself for a second. Think about feeling the chair that you sat on. Think about what's going on and blank your mind. Yeah. And just start to think about like your breathing, start to think about this. Mm. Works well with anxiety as well, that doesn't it? Yeah, because the reason it works with anxiety when you're doing your breathing, you take, it's not only regulating your breathing and everything else, you're focusing on like the now, yeah. literally the now. When you're anxious, you're all you're thinking about is is the future. Mm-hmm. I can't breathe. What if I die? What if this? Uh, mm. You know. And anyway, this soul film. Oh, we we're still doing the soul film. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Um, if I'm struggling to get sleep right, <laughs> can I bail you up? I did ramble a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, carry on. Soul but, film, right? Right. So if you don't want to go through all that reading of the book, <laughs> but I do recommend the book, is just watch this soul film. Yeah. Because it's, it's exactly the same sort of message. I spent my whole life really wanting more, constantly wanting more, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing, but it causes unhappiness it yeah. causes anxiety because you're, happy. you're never happy you never want and i was always wanting to succeed once you've succeeded you want more you want more you get always million, want more get a million pounds you want 10 million you get 10 million you want a billion you get a billion you want a trillion yeah and this this is again is this in this power of now book it's an unsatisfied hunger i'll always be there whereas if you're content with the now and what you have now then you can find your, your happiness in, yeah. in what you've got um and be thankful for it. And this this film, this soul, I won't give anything away, but it's about a jazz singer. Yeah. Is he a singer? 
Actually, no, he's not a singer. He's a no, piano player. That's it. That's it. He's a jazz piano player. Just giving people fake reviews. Sorry. Yeah, he dies. Um, and that's the end of the film. No, <laughs> no, he, he, he dies. And then his soul, his soul sort of goes on this journey. Yeah. It's a journey of understanding life, understanding what it's about, understand. Yeah. It's pretty deep, but it's, it's amazing. And like, there's a quote in it and it really like struck home with me. Yeah. There's, oh, there was once a fish. And his dream was to find the ocean. And he was swimming and swimming and swimming and he just wanted to find the ocean. And he was trying to get to that big ocean. And then on that journey, he came across a fish, a big fish. And he says, he says, where are you going, little fish? And he says, I'm trying to find the ocean. I'm swimming in the ocean. I'm just trying to swim to the ocean. And he says, you are in the ocean. This is the ocean. And he says, this isn't the ocean. This is just water. And it's like when you really think about the about the quote mm. that goes along with the film, you start to realise that what you want, you've already got. Well, give me a review, uh, Mark, five. 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 That's five. 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 That's the only five you've ever given. Yeah, five. Is it? Yeah, five. It's, it's made by the same people as... Um, How many sheets of A4 paper would you need to write that review that you've just written? <laughs> A novel. Fucking hell. I'll be cutting it down. <laughs> oh. Trees, I mean, to write a novel. <laughs> Mate, I, um, I've got something I've been watching. I've been watching. And no, it's not as long as that, guys. It's a series. It's not a movie. Right. It's, um, we've not really finished it yet, but um, it's on Netflix. It's called Sabrina. You know Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah. So me and my wife, we watch Shit's Creek, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the best, one of the best, it's probably the best series I've ever watched, that and Entourage. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's probably better than Entourage. Dexter's you like a, it more than Entourage? It's funnier than Entourage. Oh, funnier than Entourage, yeah. Well, no, I love Entourage. Well, I, I might have to watch Entourage again, but Shit's Creek, bar Dexter, yeah. is the only thing I've watched at the end, and I've been generally like down about it for a couple of days, like, I can't watch it anymore, oh. and jealous to the point where people haven't watched it, and I'm telling them about it, and I'm so jealous they get to watch it. Same with Dexter. Um, and Shit's Creek. What film makes you howl? I mean, like, series makes you howl. Shit's Creek made me howl. Okay, howling. Howling. <laughs> howl. That made, that made me proper. Like, that is so well written. It's from, um, you know, Jim's dad in American Pie. Yeah. Him yeah. and his son. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. And we even watched the, um, like, the, like, the after, behind the scenes thing. Send my wife in tears yeah. again. Mate, we're, we're big fans. Big fans. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about, Matt. Okay. What I'm talking about is Sabrina, the teenage witch, right? Okay. And I don't know if you know, Nickelodeon back in the day used to watch it about 4.30 before Keenan and Kel. Used to fancy Melissa Joan Hart. Shock. Yep. You fancy him with a bit of fucking pulse, don't you? Oh, yeah. um, but this is like Sabrina. It's a remake, but it's not a cartoon or anything like that or on a cartoon network. It's like a darker side. It's about the Dark Lord and Satan and yeah. her signing the book of the, the Beast and where she fits into the witches and the realms and all that. So no Salem the cat, like, giving Salem, wisecracks. No, 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 Salem's don't, Salem don't talk Salem's, innit? It's had me a couple of episodes, I've had me going, where the fuck is this going? Is it scary? I wouldn't say scary, but it's, it's like, it's in your face. Stuff's, mm. it's not like what you think it's going to be. Okay. You think Sabrina Teenage Witch, Light Hydra, none of that shit. No. It's boss. But there also is a little bit of like, it's a bit, some cringy moments. So I'd give it a 3.8. It's 
it's been great. It's been great seeing you again, Matt, on the old Zoomo. You too. Uh, looking forward to getting more episodes out there. Guys, like and subscribe, please. Any inputs uh, is greatly valued. Can I just say about this like and subscribe? People do say like and subscribe and like and subscribe. And I think we should we should put out a promise here. We promise we will put out regular episodes. Also, please can we ask, because it's really important to get us up these these chats. Because mm. we really want to start getting up the chats, don't yeah. we? And, and if people enjoy it, subscribing, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Spotify. literally gets you, you know, gets you up the chats and allows more people to see so us. if you like what we do or if you're just scrolling through and had a little laugh here, please subscribe. It means the world to us and it means we can give um, get more episodes out there and uh, more people can see it. Um, thanks for listening. Tune in, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care and see you in the next episode. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.